0: For another week, you're tuned into to Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo, here as always with Sydney's biggest and happiest Celtics fan, Jake Eisenberg.
1: Oh yeah, boys. We are here. We are here. Beatty can't deny it anymore. Most complete team in the East. Let's go.
0: Well, with us, as always, is this very Beatty and Sydney's saddest
2: Nets fan right now. <laughs> It's a, it's a somber day to be a, a Celtic cynic. I, I really don't have any legs to stand on today. Yeah,
1: I like how you called him very Beatty. He is Barry Beatty.
2: He is Barry Beatty. <laughs> is Barry Beatty. <laughs> um, anyway,
0: fellas, let's kick straight in with, as always, our favorite and only segment here on Backdoor Cut, the rose gold moment of the week where we celebrate absolutely anything Aussie hoops, whether at home or abroad. I think this week we got to go back-to-back. Back. Mm-hmm. I think first-time recipient last week, Josh Green of the Dallas Mavericks, who had been very much trending upward, this week, as of yesterday, got his first career double-double, 12-12, if I'm not wrong. Six mm-hmm. offensive rebounds for the Mavs, which just highlights his how aggressive he's been playing lately. Um, this is huge for Aussie hoops. If Josh Green comes good, then all of a sudden we've got wings and Guards coming out of the wazoo.
1: Look, man, if you want to get some career highs, play the Kings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose there is an element of that too.
1: That'll get you going. Man, so Luca didn't play in this game. I forgot this. I was just checking out the stats here. The, the Kings were up 19 and the Mavs just stormed back. There was a Finney Smith game winner. But, man, Josh Green, 28 minutes. Obviously, no Luca, but... Gaining the trust of not only the teammates, the coach, doing it all, what should have been a Celtic in hindsight, which we're discussing <laughs> off mic, one of the several players that we could have taken with the 14th pitch, Josh Green, man. He's just prototypical wing, doing his thing, back to back. Let's go, Joshie boy.
0: Game high plus minus, if I'm not yeah. wrong as well. Um, all very, very good signs. And while we're on the topic of rose gold, also want to shout out the NBL's Indigenous round, which just occurred over the weekend and might even still be going if I'm not wrong. Um, some awesome jerseys to get your hands on if you haven't yet.
1: I did see some of the Indigenous stuff over the weekend. Uh, it looked
0: pretty sick. Sydney Sid- Sid- King's Eora jersey, if you're from Sydney. I'm getting my hands on one, so you better race me to it, it or there's going to j- be none left.
1: I was going to say, is it just on the... On the NBL store or
0: what? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure NBL yeah. store, Sydney King store, all that good stuff. Right,
2: on. they, had a, they had a good win, good crowd out there at, at Kudos yesterday as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely, six or seven in a row now.
1: I gotta hop on the bandwagon.
2: I, I mean, back on, on on Josh Josh Green quickly. Like I, mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, we we kind of e- are echoing last week, but it's it's mm. just it's it's awesome to see him as part. He's a genuine part of this rotation yeah. now in Dallas. Critical. He's, he's, he's a contributor it's not always going to be on the box score obviously it's awesome like you said if you're playing the kings is you're probably a chance of, of, <laughs> of, of scoring some points or doing some stuff but <laughs> but um yeah i mean obviously there's a, a level of trust there that Kid has to, to 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 give him the minutes that he's getting at the moment and and, and yeah it's, it's an interesting one they, they managed to eke out that win without luca i mean spencer dinwiddie had a huge game i think he had like 36 points it's it's a, a sort of a, an interesting one with that the, the outcome of that trade and, and whether or not Dallas made the right call there. But I, it's looking good so far, early returns.
0: What a what a pickup, Dinwiddie just quietly. Side note to Rose. Yeah, Bell.
1: quick Mavs yeah. tension. Yeah, they're rolling. Lucas, yeah, they are. Yeah, Lucas back. Is lost the uh, off-season weight and Dinwiddie. Yeah, dude. The and you, you you're seeing a lot of the stuff creep out, leak out from the Mavs camp about. Having to get Pazingas' touches, the whole just cloud of that guy always being in and out of the lineup, not being a vibe guy. Mm. Clear him out, bring in, um, what do you, what does, does Bertones have a nickname? I was gonna, I was gonna go to it and then no, the nothing... The Latvian it. laser. <laughs> that, yeah, there we go. I, was like, I think there is something. The Latvian I'm sure laser. basketball
2: reference has something. He'll have, he'll have like 12 <laughs> nicknames on, yeah, on yeah. there. Yeah.
1: Um, but you know, it's been good. And because Beta, you were high on the, uh, the, the Dinwiddie move and I was like i oh, he's been pretty fucking shit it yeah um,
2: I guess I was just very glass half full and hoping that we would get closer to I guess Brooklyn Nets Dinwiddie of a couple of years ago and, and I mean hey so far you got I better. Think, so, so far I think that's the guy and it's whatever the situation in, in Washington it, it obviously wasn't that for much of this season but you know we've seen it before in the league and, and so far we're seeing it again in a Mavs uniform and it's only going to help them because it's, it's more depth and more sort of more pressure off Luca. Other guys can do some stuff off the dribble.
0: And yeah. to, to that, Dinwiddie, like, there's an element of, as you said, Porzingis had this cloud over him. It's almost mm. like addition by subtra- subtraction by getting rid of that. And then th- there's a much like a similar situation when Dinwiddie was at the Wizards. The Wizards seemed to have this cloud over Washington and there was rumblings like he was, you know, not getting on with the locker room and all this stuff and, He's moved to Dallas and he fit in like a glove. It's all going great. Like, it definitely seems like these bad situations were amounting to uh, undervaluing, I'll say. Um, I think Dinwiddie's showing now that he is legit. He can attack the rim off the bounce. He's perfect kick man for Luka now that Luka's fit. It's just great. Yeah. Uh, Mavericks are looking awesome and it's good for Josh Green.
1: You, you, you just need creation, more creation on yeah. the team. So, and there's and because Luca just takes so much gravity, and he finds guys in such good spots. dinwiddie has got so much space to operate, and he can and make Brunson. plays. Yeah, bro, I love Brunson. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Man. Um, yeah, it's 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 such a weird. Well, I don't know if you go back years and years now. That, remember that Phoenix team where it was like Goran Dragic and Isaiah Thomas yeah. and Derek Wezzo. Mm. And like it was, oh, it was, we're running three point guards and it didn't really like they had a hot like half a year yeah. and it kind of flamed out for whatever reason and all those guys kind of left and, and found new teams. But I, I think the the principle is, yeah, essentially if you've got guys who can handle the ball and do it a little bit off the dribble, shot create creation, playmaking, if you've got multiple guys that can do all that, then you're going to be in good stead. And I think that's what Dallas didn't have until this year, and then obviously Brunson's just got a new lease of life since getting the starting nod mm. and then you add dinwiddie to that mix and it's it's now yeah it's just taking that pressure off luca and and then obviously all these guys can shoot off the ball if, if they're on the court at the same time and and like you said luca's commanding all that attention on defense
1: yep it's awesome and just to wrap it up i was just looking at the minutes for josh green over the past 10 games 18 a game he's eighth on the team in minutes like he's Firmly, he's gonna be in the playoff rotation. Like we're gonna Yeah oh. We're gonna we're gonna have Josh Green moments in the playoffs. The, the other one same. the
2: other one last ten man. What what he's three points forty five percent. Like that is uh that's if he could, if that's real, if there's if that's a yeah. sample size that can continue, obviously that's we remains yeah. to be seen. But he's shooting one
1: a game, so yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> obviously you don't wanna go off too early with this, but, but, like, that's, but like that's what he's gonna do.
1: That's He looks that's his, fine. Yeah. He looks fine. Yeah. yeah to me. What is it on the year? Like, 35 on the year is not terrible. And and it's actually hard to, when he's shooting 0.9 on the year per game, like, it's just hard to get to the rhythm if you're not shooting a lot of them. And, like, yeah, 0.8 free throws a game, I'm I'm not going to take anything away from that to really know if he can, like, become a shooter. Um, But it's not terrible. So that's most important.
0: Yeah, The mere fact that he's not bricking everything is hopeful for me. First year guy, right body, why not? Um, anyway, Josh Green, two-time Rose Gold Moment of the Week winner, back to we'll back. Be, yeah, we'll be checking in. This is really, really good for Aussie hoops. Um, moving on though, I want to bring up a game that happened first thing this morning, Sydney time: Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie's homecoming. Homecoming. Would you call it, Jake? What did he call oh. it? He's uh, like seeing his scorned ex-girlfriend.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, maybe he thinks he made a mistake. Maybe he shouldn't have uh, <laughs> broken up with that girlfriend because that girlfriend is is thriving. <laughs> they're living their best life. They're the, they're the fourth or the five seed, soon to be four seed. Sorry, Josh. About to have home court while the Nets might not make the playoffs.
0: They do say the best revenge is living well.
1: The best revenge is living well. The boys are rolling. I I think I ascended, uh... This morning, honestly, it happened on Friday. Beatty, I was <laughs> you, Beatty was and me were, were going at it in the chat, um, but I was in a place that you just couldn't couldn't take me down after the Grizzlies game on the week on Friday. Um, they've been on a run, obviously, since basically the New Year. But there, it was a lot of bad teams. There was a lot, of the good teams they were playing, there were teams that they were got like the best players weren't playing a lot of the time. There were some good wins on there still, like the Nuggets, the Hawks, things like that. But you know, with the Nets twice with none of the big three, for example. And so the Grizzlies was like the real, okay, hottest team in the league, probably. Jar is getting Michael Jordan comparisons on some podcasts, things of that nature. Coming to Boston, let's, we got the Nets after that. These two games coming up, okay, let's, let's see. Is this, is this defense the best in the league or is it just really good against poor, poor opponents? It's the best defense in the league. There's there's no doubt about it now. And now the no offense is coming. There's no doubt Number about one, it. Number
0: one, th- best best defense.
1: There's no doubt about it. Um I think statistically they are now the, maybe they've slid .01 back to second after today. Um because the Nets did score a little bit. Um yeah, they so now the Warriors are one zero five point five and the Celtics are one zero five point six. Right. But regardless, it's like Celtics, Suns, Warriors at their peak, those are the best three defenses. But what the Celtics have been able to do defensively, there's there's not a team that they can't match up with. They have the best wings to defend in the league. They've got a depoy candidate in Marcus Smart. Royal Williams is actually fifth in defensive player of the year, um, betting odds right now. But Josh. Mm. The man who's actually holding it all together, I think, especially recently, is Horford.
0: <laughs> my man, Big Al. You're going. that? Yeah, my my the, MVP for long time backdoor. I was going to say is.
1: that the twenty eight, the twenty eighteen MVP for Josh DiMatteo. Deservedly so. Deservedly so. And every time he has a good game, I think of you. I'm like Josh saw <laughs> this coming. Josh Josh was able to see the forest through the trees. Yeah, <laughs> the vintage of Horford. <laughs> The Prophet, you are. There's no there's no denying it. <laughs> Friday against the Grizz, against one of the most dominant front courts in the league, but with Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson, vintage Hawford, 15 and five. Yeah. And elite defense on Jar, Bain, wherever it is. It's the best it's the most complete team in the league, and I haven't even talked about my guy Jason Tatum, whose jersey I'm wearing today, <laughs> who is now tied Larry Bird for most regular season 50 point games as a Boston Celtic I'll, I'll let you guys go I'll jump back in I got I got plenty to say <laughs>
0: yeah okay before we get into more of the individual Celtics Beatty what do you think of the the game then how the Nets approach it like are the Celtics serious here are the Nets a real threat what's the go
2: yeah I, I mean I think both of those are correct I, I mean i obviously I've been cooler on the Celtics I'm usually always cooler on the Celtics <laughs> but they were really good today they were really good I, I mean I watched the Memphis game and I, I I didn't I probably wasn't as enthusiastic but that's I guess because <laughs> I'm wearing my Nets hat but like <laughs> I mean the the Nets gave them everything they had and and Boston gave them a little bit more and and, and that was kind of the gist of it really I, I think that the defense is, is is real and you have to take that into consideration come playoff time, like obviously whatever happens in the regular season, whatever, but you know that, that the Celtics will bring that in the playoffs, whether they're playing against Brooklyn or, or whoever it is. I, uh, I I'm not down on the nets re- with the game. Like I, I still think that my sort of thoughts on them are the same. Obviously, Ben, that's a whole another kettle of fish and we don't know what's going to happen there and when he's going to get back, but I, I still am optimistic that he's going to help them and, and certainly for a matchup like Boston I, I I do think that he would help particularly because I I don't I mean if you if you put in Claxton on on Tatum for stretches and you're putting KD it's, it's just I, I don't think they've got a body that can sort of do too much and and if Tatum gets his fair enough then you're sort of asking the other guys to get theirs and and today they all did they all made their shots JB made his shots Horford made his shots you know Marcus Smart made his sh- like everyone was making their shots so when the other guys are making their shots, well, then they're going to be they're going to be very, very hard to beat. Yeah, and, and I mean that's kind of the idea with the Nets, right? Because they've recruited yeah. all these guys offensively, at least. You know, Seth Curry's come in now. Patty Mills is there. Like they've got role players who should be able to make shots. The defense has never really been something that we've talked about with Brooklyn because we don't we, we sort of expect them to no. outscore teams. But yeah, you still need something. You see, need something on that end, and that's what, you know, I think the hope with Ben is, but I mean, yeah, Boston are Boston are, are real.
0: Do you think, Beatty, that Ben's role became clearer from watching this game?
2: I think I think Ben is like, he's going to be like luxury Bruce Brown man. Like that's that's what he should be on this team. And 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 he he, he can excel in that role. And that's the sort of like you look at what Bruce Brown does for this team, right? It's the nitty-gritty kind of energy stuff. It's getting out in transition. It's doing all that sort of shit. And that's that's something that Marcus Smart does really well for Boston, right? The, I mean, he's also not afraid to shoot the ball. And that's probably the issue with Ben, and that's a whole another thing again. But, like, it's – it's I, I, I can only see positives with Ben. It's just whether or not they're going to get enough run – they're going to get enough runway between now and, yeah. and, and the playoffs for him to – I guess, feel acclimatized considering he hasn't played any basketball all year.
1: I watching the game today, I mean one, it was just an incredible game. Like you got the K D performance, thirty seven, and Tatum going for forty four. Like, it was a it was a back and forth. Best player in the game against one of the up and coming superstars of the league. But this is exactly why you don't want to see the Nets. There's there is no defense for Kevin Durant. Yeah. Mm. Like Embiid, you can he he's not he's not he's not Kevin Durant on offense still. He's he's not, no one is on just pure putting the basketball in the rim. There's no one better at it. Like he pull up in Time Lord's face, even when he's up with a seven foot six wingspan, just does not matter. Interestingly though, I mean Tatum probably did a better job than anyone on him. Today and he, I mean, you're not going to stop Katie, obviously, and he's got cooked here and there. But some of the defense that he was able to play on to, on Durant was was incredible. But this is this is why you can't write the Nets off. I mean, one game, one series, few of the sixes of the of the Heat. You don't want to see this guy, man. No yeah, way.
2: I, I the thing that worries me a little bit with the Nets you know, playoff series is that. You, you're asking Durant to do that four, or five times, six times potentially, right? And whether or not he's just got the mo- the motor to, to do it consistent, like you know, I think he can do it. It's just whether or not it's genuinely is he going to be ground down to dust on the floor because he's just completely cooked because he's got nothing no. left. That's I think that's the concern, and that that's where you know Kyrie is another fact. Like I watching the game, I thought Kyrie was kind of bad, but the box score is yeah. not terrible. It's and, okay. I think the thing with him, right, it kind of harks back to the old Cleveland LeBron Kyrie teams where it's very much just like, give the ball to KD, give the ball to Kyrie, get out of the way. And if you get the ball, make a shot. And that offense can win you a championship. We, we, we've seen that. It's just whether or not, you know, they're going to be able to, to string it together and whether or not they can get all their guys on 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 yeah. the floor. And obviously, I mean, they still kind of need to get stops here and there and, they they weren't able to get a couple today and that's that's probably the big difference.
0: So I guess to summarise the game and thoughts on the game, mm. it's that no one's colder on the Nets. They're about much what you expected without seeing mm. Ben yet, but we are hotter on the Celtics.
1: I think it says more about the Celtics than it does about the Nets. I think, personally, because it's like, okay, this defence is really good, What what can it do? And, you know... They gave up a lot of points throughout the game, but in the fourth quarter, it was it was tough. And man, man, the the, the stretch to, to close the game, I think the Celtics went up 108 one hundred, and I was like, I just it didn't feel safe, obviously. But then it's just Katie pull up, Kyrie pull up, and there's no defense for it, yeah. right? Yeah. And and then the Nets got caught up one, and I'm like, okay, this is gonna be, this is a painful loss, but it was still a good game, and then. The Celtics are able to then clamp it down. They're able to get a couple of stops and the Nets couldn't stop them. So I think the defense is gonna be anyone the only way to score on this defense consistently is one on one. If you like if you if you can score on your man one on one, then you're gonna be able to put up points. And so obviously with a team with Kyrie and KD. That's gonna be a team and they're gonna score on anyone, obviously. It's
2: it's such, that's why it's such a tantalizing matchup. Yeah. Like if we if we were to get this in a series, it would be it would be awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. and well I think yeah. Just Go to ahead.
0: segue off this, fellas, yeah. <clears throat> I actually want to talk about the Bulls a little bit. And I'll to make clear to start, I don't think the Bulls are a threat. I don't think they're a playoff threat. I think they'll make the playoffs and that's great, but a lot of the chat has been too much. People are getting behind them too quickly. However, weirdly, even though the Celtics has the best defense in the league, as Jake just said, I feel like that's the best matchup for the Bulls (laughs) because we have players that want to work in one-on-one situations and that's that's where we do our best work. So it is bizarre in that sense how against the Celtics I would feel a little bit more hopeful than maybe against the Nets.
1: I, I get what you're saying, right? The problem is, the only people that can score on these guys one on one so far have <laughs> been Kevin Durant. Has been Kevin Durant. And Zach Levine. Not this defense. Okay. Because I don't think Zach played in the most recent game. No, he didn't. No, yeah, he didn't. So we have one more game, I believe, coming up between the Bulls and the Celtics. Um, but the, the, the Celtics that played the Bulls that blew the 20 point lead earlier in the season, it's not the same team. It's hard to believe that it's the same it legitimately is the same team but it's not they' it's not right they 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 can go down in the fourth quarter they can come back they can get a lead hold a lead they can have an eight-point lead to the Nets go down one and then clamp down and win by double digits almost um and then defensively the the thing about the Celtics when they were going on that run early the offense just wasn't hadn't caught up yet but now last 15 games, the Celtics not only have the best defense in the league, but they have the fourth best offense.
0: That's a recipe for success.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> not a scientist. No. <laughs> not a That's, scientist.
2: I mean, it's, it's a pretty common basketball thing, right? But like say, you assume that Tatum's probably going to get his right and then yeah. you, then you worry about trying to... Shut down the other guys, and it's if they're all if they're all doing it, then that's it's very difficult. I don't know. Yeah. I suppose the only thing that I would say for the Bulls in in that scenario is that yeah, you, you have faith in guys like Caruso,
1: and you have faith in guys like
2: Lonzo Ball as, hmm. as defensive players to be able to give you know those fringe guys yeah. trouble on, on the Celtics. Yeah,
1: I I do think that like you know Lonzo and Caruso are if you, if you're gonna pick some perimeter defenders, yeah, to guard Jalen and Jason, they'd be up there. But I just don't think that. It would be enough, and they've gotten to a point now where it's the, the ball movement was the biggest issue with this team. I mean, Marcus Smart, you know, the infamous calling out of Jason and Jalen after that Bulls collapse, mate. That ironically single
0: handedly flipped the whole season. It
1: really that was one of the turning points. There's no no doubt about it. Um, but now they're sixth in assist percentage, like they're moving the ball better than almost anyone. They had 33 assists against the Grizzlies. Like they are pinging the ball around, and again to go back to Al Horford, you've got Horford, Smart, Rob Williams, and Tatum—all excellent passes. Tatum's come along so like the, how far he's come as a playmaker. He's not nowhere near the the Luca Lebron level as a wing playmaker, but but now it's just
0: secondarily, he's really
2: strong. You
1: you, you can't send doubles and not get destroyed, especially when Jalen's on the court, like.
2: That, yeah, that, essentially that's the point, right? Like, yeah. this is a guy when he is on, and like he was today. Like, yeah. you, you have to double, and then it, yeah. then it's just for, for Boston. It's let's move the ball, let's find the open man, let's, got let's do the, the common sense play, yeah? Yeah. and and if they do all that, and then they make the shots, and the shots all fall, fell today, then then that's that's it. It's, basketball seems really easy when when, yeah, it, when it's when it's like that, right? Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I gotta I gotta shout out my guy Odoka I was on here. Oh yeah. The EMA train
0: has, has swung around. It's pulled back into the station.
1: Coach of the month uh, <laughs> after the Grizzlies game because they came out hot in the third quarter again, which has been a trend. Uh, they're like, what's going on with these third quarters? What are you saying at halftime? And he goes, what do you mean? You got the coach of the month off here. These guys are talking <laughs> their shit, man. These guys are talking <laughs> their shit. It's, uh... And look, oh, to, to tie it up, and we can move to the rest of the east a little bit here um Tatum is on track to be the third best celtic of all time at worst i would say at worst at worst that's a huge claim
0: like behind only bill russell and larry bird
1: well he's he already he already tied larry for most 50, for 50 point games at uh, and he's 24 dude that's this is true like i'm t- I, I don't i don't think he's going to catch larry but the the gap between Larry and everybody else is is big, you know. And McHale, Pierce, there's a there's a bunch of guys. Uh, and I think when Tatum came in the league, it was like, okay, he's going to be a, a scorer, and he's like Pierce. But then now he's 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 in the tier, defensively wing wise with Bridges, Thiebel, and those guys, and then play. Like, they he,
0: used to they used to call Paul Pierce a great defender too, right?
1: I don't know, it wasn't. It wasn't like this. I think. Yeah. Um, and then the playmaking's on another, like, just a place where I didn't think it would get to. And he's only just making these these steps. So just turned twenty-four. I ha- yeah, hate to no, do the I age know. thing with Tatum, but it's, it's fucking
0: crazy. Crazy. If we did our under 25s list, he still qualifies. We're well, gonna have
1: to do two more. I've got to yeah. squeeze my guy in.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Um, looking at the Nets, though, and onto the East. Are they even going to make the playoffs, Beatty? Right now, <laughs> right now they would play the the, uh, the Atlanta Hawks at home without Kyrie. That's
2: not fun. I like we touched on it. Like I'm I'm not I'm willing to to reserve judgment on them because I just I, I think any team with KD on it plus shooting is is going to still be still be tough. It's and one I mean, game though. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's one like, game. I mean, that's if you're going to play KD, you're 48 minutes. Then there you go. That's your one game, right? Like it's. I I don't have any faith in any team below Brooklyn in in the East, and I I I rate Brooklyn above some of the other teams. In front of them as well. So
1: I was gonna say, there's I, not many teams below them left. I,
2: I, I'm not too, I'm not too concerned. Like I, I'm not too worried. The, the, the thing I guess between now and and the playoffs, right, is, is, is Ben, right? More than anything else, is it's just what that looks like, how that happens, how much time will he have, what the sort of impact he has. On the team, whether it throws around the other guys, whether they're not, they, they're changing dramatically what they do to try and accommodate him, or he's able to come in and, and adapt to what's there already. Like, hmm. there's, there's a whole lot of question marks there. We don't even know if he's healthy, if if his backs, if that's a genuine thing, or that's just a, a clutch sports. We hmm. don't want him to play in that Philly game thing. Like, clutch there's so there's so many different questions with that, and the car, I mean, I'm still hopeful that some. Laws will change with the, 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 yeah. the, the thing with Kyrie. So maybe, what well, we've got a month. I think we worked out we've got a month before yeah. the playoffs roughly begin. So hopefully there's some movement there. And if that's the case, I'm still pretty optimistic on this team.
0: They are what, what incomplete. Are... It's hard to judge an incomplete team. <clears throat> but I will say being incomplete a month out from the start of the playoffs isn't a good start.
1: How do, you, how do you feel about their, like, okay, making the playoffs is one thing, but how do you feel about their chances to actually, like, get out of the East? Because not only is the East going to be a bloodbath, especially for them, because they're going to have to play either Philly or Miami in round one. Yeah. But they will have to go through. They might, they might they, I think they actually will sneak up to seven or eight just because KD's back now. But you got to play your play-in game on top of that. You know, maybe you lose that. You've got to play another play-in game. So you've got two extra games. You got to play Philly or Miami, and then it's like Boston or Mi- Milwaukee. It's like, and then whoever's left over from that group, it's like, that's, I'm still like, I'm not, like Beatty.
0: I'm kind of with Beatty on this in the sense that, like, yeah, they've got KD. As long as he's playing, they've got KD. The, the work <laughs> is
2: absolutely cut out for them, and like, I, I don't know whether there's a scenario where they can sneak. I have, they're, they're what's that? Five games to Cleveland. That's mm. probably tough. That's probably I don't think they can to get out of the play-in. Right? I, I don't mm. know at this point in, in time if they've got enough games. It could every, happen. Every, every win really is important. So that's you know you drop a game today and that's oh, like it's it's tough from there. And I, I mean I take your point. I, I I really do. I I don't know which matchup you kind of prefer there. Like would you rather play Miami? Maybe I don't know. In, I, think I mean so, yeah. yeah. Like Embiid is just a, a monster and and
1: star power. You don't want to yeah. Yeah. Because like I think defensively Harden and people just dice oh, those yes. guys up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. but the heat offense, it's it's not not it's not credible. They they hang their hat more on being on defense and yeah and, and grit and culture. Yeah. You
0: know? And K D smashes that, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. K D versus culture.
2: Yeah. K D wins. It, it comes back to that thing as well, right? Where like I I mean, I guess you maybe you probably gonna KD's gonna get a lot of bam in that series, right? And then Lowry at a pinch is probably a good body to throw at Kyrie, but like a, you still are going to take them to to get their points. They're, they're gonna they're gonna do damage, and then it's just whether or not the Brooklyn can can do the, get the stops on the other end.
1: I, I, yeah, I mean you, you guys know this. We're all on the same page. We're not big Miami guys. I think
0: I like I, Miami. Just I like, them. like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've they've they got a ceiling. They're they're only as good as the bits they've got there. And like, Jimmy's been pretty meh up and down, like, a lot of this team is ageing. They're 30-plus. Like, they're a good team, no doubt about it. They're going to be tough, whoever they play. But, like, we can't hang our head on Miami grinding through all these seven-game series to then be in the finals and do something there. Nah. But, I,
2: I mean, I think, and this is, and me as the regular season doesn't mean shit person, right? Like, I think this is where it does in the sense of that, yeah, Brooklyn's going to come in as a seven or an eight seed potentially and it's an uphill battle from the start. They're going to be looking down the barrel of the six, seven-game series from round one against tough opposition and, and they're going to have to get their, their work done earlier in the playoffs than I guess the teams that finish further up. That's that's literally the point in that sense. So it's the work's definitely cut out for them and, and it's just whether or not Steve Nash can get it to come all together, I suppose.
0: But then like... Nets want to be the eighth seed, right? So they never have a home series and Kyrie can play more.
1: You no, know, like, actually, the, like being at the second half of the standings is a positive from that perspective. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And the home crowd in Brooklyn's it, the shit anyway. It doesn't matter, yet, exactly. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, like, I personally want them to make the playoffs because that would kind of be... It would be hilarious if they didn't. Right. Because... Because the Lakers might miss it as well. <laughs>
0: it would be great. It would be something if both Kevin Durant and LeBron missed the playoffs somehow.
1: Sorry, just quickly to go back for you, Josh. I actually think what you should be rooting for is to get down to Philly. I think you guys actually ma- match up well with them. I think Philly's big weakness is perimeter defense. Outside of Thiebel, it's a fucking mess. It's Harden, yeah. it's Harris. It's Maxi who's fine. It's Niang. It's Danny Green who's washed from, and I think that's your best chance. You're gonna it, take the over in every of those games because it's gonna be 35 free throws between on, them.
2: On the other side, though, man, like Embiid might average 50 in that series. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I, <laughs> I, I, that, I
2: agree. That's what I'm worried about.
1: Yeah, I agree. But the Bulls can just zoom up and down. They can. Um, like it would
0: be a lot of fun, but.
1: And I kind By of the back... same
0: token, like the Bulls' perimeter defense without Lonzo, who's not healthy right now, is right. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan. Like, but it's.
1: I'm, I'm kind of. I'm just assuming that you're getting Pat, Crusoe, and um, Lonzo back. And I like you guys to be able to match up against the Sixers that way because the way you defend and beat is not one on one. Horford's able to hold his own, but what the Celtics are also good at is the timing of their double teams. And that takes smart defenders. When he, as soon as he puts the ball on the ground, that's when you go. I watch these teams try and double team Embiid, and because I've been watching Brad Stevens coached and Marcus Smart led defenses play against Embiid for so long, I'm like, you guys are just doing it completely wrong. You have to wait till he turns, wait till he dribbles. That's when you go. I trust Caruso and I trust Lonzo as very intelligent defenders to be incredibly good help defenders on Embiid. They're gonna stop him, obviously. And Caruso just strikes me as the perfect guy to fuck with Harden for seven games.
0: Like, no nah, man, I'm all day I'm with long. You. Like and Pat, like Pat's a smart yeah. defender too, but this is assuming health and none of them are healthy right now. I know now, it's so hard. It's it's really tricky. And and short of them, it's Derek Jones Jr who, you know, is a nice supplement, I'll say, but not a star stopper.
1: No. No, he's he's solid. I like team of Sh-
2: I'm team of Shoon, baby. Ben Ben, Ben Simmons is coming back, jacking up four threes a game, looking like an MVP, (laughs) I'm assuming. They're they're, they're, going to
1: make it so you can't play if you're vaccinated. Everybody's going to be healthy. If you're out of here. I'm
0: hopeful. I'm hopeful, fellas. And I'm hopeful Vucevic finds his shot and all these things. But I don't know. I'm just – I'm not sold. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm much more – I'm more confident in – a bunch of other teams the celtics the bucks who have looked equally as pedestrian as the bulls lately and way more confident in the bucks like
2: well this is the thing if we should let's transition to milwaukee right like i think yeah. obviously philly has has been talked about with the trade and then brooklyn as well boston's been hot since the start of the year milwaukee has kind of been a bit dawdling but then at the same time they're they're on a four game win streak right now mm-hmm. they won today against Admittedly, it was a Phoenix team that was very under strength, but you know, Giannis wasn't particularly good, and yet they still managed to pull it out. Chris Middleton had probably his best game of the season, and and you do trust them purely because they they did it last year. They yep. managed to climb to the top of the mountain, and, and mm. they've got the talent there. Whether between Chris and Drew and and Giannis, and, and then the rest of the guys, so it's like I I think. They, they kind of suffer a little bit from the fact that they're in Milwaukee and, and people don't
1: really pay too much attention Classic Beatty and the market bias. Oh, absolutely. You're a big it's, bias it, okay. it, It's a it's bias true thing. though. thing. Yeah.
0: It's true though. If, if Giannis played for the Lakers, like he would be front page, billboards, like Mate, everything. I'm so sick Chris. of
2: watching the Lakers on, on national TV. Oh my TV. God, that so is- painful. And and this is—it's literally—it's like the Spurs of old, where like the Spurs would win yeah. a championship and no one would even care.
1: And it, it's <laughs> I care. It's essentially yes.
2: what Joshua's with praying. Milwaukee.
1: <laughs> what direction is San Antonio in? <laughs> <laughs> Bow down.
0: But you're right, Beatty. Like the Bucks are copying the exact same thing right now. They're a historic team with a historic player. They've got Drew Holiday in his prime, Middleton in his prime, Brook Lopez coming back. There's nothing to say that <laughs> well, they can't. Do it again, but no I, yeah. one's looking.
2: I guess it's just more. I I think if anything, it's it's one of those things where, and I'm sure they do internally, but they look at it as a good thing because it's you know, despite the fact that they've been a bit, you know, not as dominant this regular season compared to what they've been in previous seasons, you do trust them. You do give them the benefit of the doubt that they're going to iron out the kinks and and come playoffs time, they've got one of the best players in the league, and and they're going to be they're going to be formidable.
0: 100%. And, like, to use the Spurs as an example again, could the Spurs have had a 20-year dynasty if they were in a major market? Probably yeah, not. Good
1: point. It's a good point. Interesting. Um, I will say, you know, so last week it we was, like, just after that, the Bucks lost to the Kyrie-led Nets, and I was all yeah, kinds of... You were
2: of very wild. off. You were very... <laughs> you were selling your Bucs stock. You were. Yeah. <laughs> Big I time. Was,
1: and... And since then, as you said, four in a row, Hornets. And now they beat the Heat where they were down big and then they, they went on a 21-6 run to close it out. And it's a classic case of who do you give credit to? The Bucks for coming back or the Heat for shooting themselves? And I watched that thing and the Heat shat all over themselves, <laughs> which is why I don't take them seriously. I know Carl Lowry hasn't been playing and I understand that he'll fix a lot of problems. But neither of them are, are excellent. So that was a nice win, but they probably should have lost. They played the Bulls the next night. The Bulls are on a back-to-back. And I, I'm going to die on this hill. Back-to-backs <laughs> have to be the dumbest thing that exists in sports. You're just handing a significant advantage to any team on one. It just makes mm. no sense to have them. They, they pull it out just against the Bulls. And they pull out again today... Pull one out again today against the Suns. that have no Booker, no Chris Paul, and no Cam Johnson, who's been operating as. Who I don't know if you saw that.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, son? yeah. The, well, the Suns on a back
1: to back as well. They they played yesterday. Is that that Lakers game? So the Suns no. on a back to back. They
2: played uh, well, Lakers played again. Warriors. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm the the Suns played the um, Knicks. Sorry, yep. the, the Cam Johnson game winner, and, and so yeah, it was nice. And yes. The vibes were immaculate to end that game. Middleton forty four, Drew Holiday with an absurd fourth quarter, Giannis with a DeAndre Ayton esque finals block on Cameron Payne. There was some some biff, some biff, some rivalry biff between Crowder and uh, and the Bucks when the game closed. So I understand how Bucks fans are feeling good, but none of those wins are that good. If the Celtics are going to cop shit for not getting any quality wins, like. The Heat one's the best one. The Heat one's good.
0: The Heat one's good. I think heat Bulls back-to-back is pretty good.
1: Oh, but the Bulls were on the back-to-back.
0: Uh, oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But still, beating the Bulls isn't, you know, you've got to beat the Bulls.
1: Oh, no, no. Yeah.
2: That was fine. I, I I. mean, if you want to try and look a bit further ahead with Milwaukee and in terms of matchups and first round, like yeah. they're, they're the 3 seed at the moment, but it's, I mean, the way that the East is, really yeah. nothing is, is set in stone right now. I, I, I mean, the way that... They're dropping like flies over in Cleveland. You 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 maybe want to stay in the three seed, right? If That's if good. Cleveland are going to stay in the six, yeah.
1: You want the three seed because that means you're you're going to avoid anyone above you. You're not going to you're not going to see Brooklyn. Most likely, you're going to see Chicago, Cleveland, or Toronto. Probably Chicago or Toronto. That's the spot you want. Um, like, if, as a Celtics fan, I'm trying to make sure I get into a minimum four. You don't want to play the Bucks in round one, like. Yeah, much like yeah. Like that matchup, yeah. um, I think Celtics Bucks are going to fight for three and four, and then Cavs and Bulls are going to be fighting for five and six. That's most, I wouldn't most even. Likely.
0: I wouldn't want to play the Cavs. Like that's eh. a lucky one. Yeah, they got no experience, but I got this feeling mm. in the pit of my stomach that Mobley is going to do something crazy in the playoffs.
1: <sighs> they just it, It's just they don't have enough creation. Like we go going back to that thing with Dimwitty and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Brunson, like outside of Garland, there's no one that can make stuff happen.
0: RIP Ricky Rubio, man. It was yeah. so good while well, it that lasted. Was a
1: huge loss. And, oh, I guess Lafert. I keep forgetting that he can. Come, he's coming back. Mm. But he's just, ah. Uh, the, Is the coming back at any point? I, I
2: literally just looked it up and he's not. No. I don't okay. think so, no. Yeah. They, they have, I think they've got a, a player exception that they can somehow use. But obviously you're looking at what the G League or. Trying to bring someone over from Europe, so it's whether or not that has any impact, I don't know. But like, I, I do agree with you, Jake. I, I do think that it's it's a massive load on on Garland's shoulders, and I, I just don't know whether or not. Again, in a playoff series, this is an untested team. It's a it's a young rookie team in that sense. It's I don't, I'm not. I don't want to write them off, but I'm taking other teams before I take Cleveland.
1: Got to yeah, watch that, out for
0: yeah. Kevin Love too.
1: Yeah, and right. And that's that's it's a fantastic story, but you know, yeah. like the. The, the Cavs that were, you know, they have the fourth-ranked defense on the season, but you go to, like, last 15 games, they're down to 12th. Mm. And and if you're playing Kevin, Lug, big, Kevin Love big minutes, you just, you know, what it's kind gonna of... going to drop. And, yeah. and some weak links out there.
2: Everything's just in place for LeBron to, to come home one more time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. There's no doubt about it. Speaking of...
0: Yeah, okay. should,
2: should we head yeah. west? Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, we head west because LeBron just rolled back the clock. I don't know Holy if I've even shit. ever seen him do something like that. It must have been his first Cavs stint when he was just, I'm scoring, and that's that.
2: I <sighs> I Watching well, it at the time, and I made this comment, I think, about the Celtics this morning as well, where I think the fourth quarter started, and LeBron was already on like 40, yeah. and I was just like, this dude is going for his career higher tonight. Like what? Yeah, like yeah. That, what? El- at this point in the season, the well, way the Lakers season has been, and, and and he's copped some shit for for it, or playing, garbage time and trying to get stats and chasing Kareem and all this sort of stuff. It was like, well, if that's the motivation at this point in his career, then shit. Like you may as well, because what else is going on for you at the moment? And he didn't obviously didn't get there. I think it's sixty one or sixty two yeah. in, in the Miami days. But yeah, it was his highest score in a Lakers uniform, and it was just one of those. One Of those, just you couldn't look away in the fourth quarter, it, every shot was going in, and th- whether it was LeBron or not, like there was just a, a period of time where, like, everything was going in, and it was LeBron, everything LeBron touched, every possession, you wanted him to touch the ball because mm. you just knew that something was going to happen.
1: Yeah, like you messaged me, I was avoiding the score, and I and you said, LeBron's on one, and I was like, okay, and he was on one early too, right? And so, yeah, I was like, yeah. and I was like, oh, I don't know when you sent that message, so. But I was like, it doesn't matter. They're they're down 10. The rest of this team is just... Jeff Van Gundy was ripping into these guys. like They're old. They're slow. They don't give a shit. And the Warriors kind of looked the same, which allowed the the Lakers to climb back in, obviously, 99.9% because of LeBron. Moment of the game. Jeff Van Gundy (laughs) on the call. Kaminga's on LeBron after, I think, two threes back-to-back. Hunting for the the classic look down at his feet uh, three pointer and Jeff's like he's going for the, the heat check. Rarely does the heat check work out. Logo bang Oh shut him right up and <laughs> and the Warriors and the Warriors lose to what was looking like one of the saddest stories in the league there for a second.
0: I would it really honestly, was. I would love really, really love if the final stretch of LeBron's career, he can go to a team where he is literally
2: the scorer, and that's it—just score, go nuts. No, no, like, that's th- that's what this is now. I don't want. I don't is, want. Yeah. That. I don't want. I want him to be on no, a no, no, team no, no, that's but like, trying to win a championship.
0: I mean, like a team that's good enough to allow him to do that. This team, he's doing it because there's no other option. But I mean, like a team full of playmakers, defenders, people that do their job, and he can just. Score the ball. That'd be awesome.
1: I, I, I actually think LeBron could play to 50 if he goes to Cleveland because <laughs> you, what, what, what's LeBron's favorite quote? You know, just a kid from Akron, and then every <laughs> time every, every every time he gets up on this the all-time scorer list, he's like, crazy thing is, I'm not even a scorer. It's like, <laughs> okay, man. Um, but it is kind of true. Like He loves passing. He's one of the best passers of all time.
0: Well, it's not kind of true. It's 100% true. He's been like a, a ship steerer his career, not a scorer. In oh, the, but like
1: he's averaged like 28 points for his career. Like he's a scorer. But
0: out of like, he can't not. He's that good. Like it's yeah. impossible for him not to get yeah, that many points. I get picks. what you're
1: saying, yeah. but he's not like a, you know, like a Chris, Chris Paul. I don't know. Obviously, he, he can playmate with the best. That's my point though. Is like, I actually think that he would prefer to just walk three point line to three point line. Run pick and roll, high pose, dissect, and just throw dimes all day. I really don't think yeah. he would give a shit. He would just because he he sleeps walks to twenty five anyway. Yeah, he'd average, he'd happily average twenty one nine assists, and we just get beautiful dimes. kicking out to Chetty Osman, just like the good old days.
2: Well, I mean, the year they didn't he lead the, the league in assists the year they won a the championship, or was that the oh, year? Did I... he? Yeah, he, holy he, shit! When he, when he was playing point guard, like it's it's it's. I love that. I do agree with you. Like I that's you know I mean? it's never been his mindset to be I'm going to go get 50 tonight every night. That's not his game and it, but at the same time you feel like on any given night and particularly this season given the the circumstances with the Lakers like you feel like he could do it.
1: I'm supp- yeah. if anything
2: I'm surprised that it's taken this long. But th- that's I mean, what, I mean. This, what, what he was 19 and 31, 61% from the field, 6 of 11 from from three point. He he just everything he did was 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 good. There was no badness. Like even yeah. the turnovers, like four turnovers is like it's oh, high, but it's like, dude, he, he had, had the ball the whole game. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, dude. Like, I would, if I could look up the usage, it would be like, oh yeah, yeah, forty percent range. Uh, I mean, look, his mate Westy had an alright game to kind of supplement him there, and it's that's the thing. He needs such a low. Like the bar is so low for the role players to get wins, yeah, it's so low, but it's just not. They can't get. They can't do it, and they they just got there yesterday. And then you know, we can talk briefly about the Warriors, but before we do, like, I'm just I'm just glad that we're still getting a few of these moments. It kind of is a bummer. Like I'm a you know I'm a Lakers hater through and through, but I still want to see LeBron have his vintage moments. I think I said my, my best case scenario would be LeBron getting knocked out in the West Western Conference Finals. So then I, get, I get moments, I get memories, but I also get Lakers' sadness. <laughs> um, that doesn't feel like it's possible. They're just like they're not good enough. I kind of
0: think as much as the narrative's there and the team is there for him to return to Cleveland, I weirdly, I feel like he's going to Miami again if he is to move.
1: Whoa! No, could you no say it? Why not? I don't. I think it would be a, a, a bad move. Like from a um, choosing a team that has the highest chance to win a championship in the next oh, two to yeah. three years. Their 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 runway is shorter, I would say, than Cleveland's because Jimmy True. Jimmy's what thirty two now thirty three. Lowry's old. Man, their books are kind of fucked up, by the way. Maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, not, yeah,
2: not to get too lost in speculation about stuff mm-hmm. that's potentially a season and a half away, anyway. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, the Lakers are in a. If we're talking about the Nets being a precarious spot, I mean, the Lakers are absolutely in a precarious spot in in the West. And and I mean, we we joked about it this morning in our group chat, but I mean, New Orleans are, are kind of they're lurking. They they're definitely in the rearview mirror, and 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 that's without their best player who hasn't played at all this season as well. So, like, it, the, the, the landscape in the West is is a bit different than our East, but, like, I mean, the Clippers have been good without their two best players all year as well. So, it's... It's it's so tough. impressive. Yeah.
0: I, I actually think it's more likely that New Orleans catch the Lakers at this point because the Lakers have been rubbish and New Orleans, since picking up CJ McCollum, have genuinely looked great. So... It, there's plenty. Of, there's a month left. They don't have that much to catch up. I don't see why it can't happen.
1: So, the, so they can catch them, but re, it's going to be really hard for the play in to not be Lakers Pelicans at this point. Like we, yeah. the the, the game mean, might they might be.
2: interchange spots, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It yep. might be at the Smoothie King Center instead of Crypto.com, right. but um, it's going to be Lakers Pelicans unless because the the Lakers aren't going on a run. I'll tell you that right now. How, yeah, as much as think? much
2: as yesterday was awesome, Fun. yeah, I don't see any long-term changes. Yeah. <laughs> they're
1: going to get? get they're going to get AD back in the last like 2 weeks and then <clears throat> hopefully kind of just like get themselves in a place where they know what they want to do and go from there. But making a run to the 8th seed seems very unlikely, especially because the Clippers have the the tiebreaker over oh, them. Yeah. They've yeah. lost Ty undefeated against the Lakers, as I mentioned. So, yeah. And the Pelicans, man.
0: Yeah, well, this is going to be They're my good. question. If if it came to a, a one-game play-in or a two-game play-in, whatever it is, it's one game. It's one when game, it's, and if, yeah, they, yeah.
1: if the winner of 9-10 plays the loser of 7-8. Right.
0: I can see Pelicans taking it.
2: See, I'm not there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not there. I, I still would take the team with LeBron on it. It's just more say, limp, yeah. say they limp into the playoffs. They're just going to get steamrolled in the first round by a, a much yeah. better team. That's that's well, the sad thing. Yeah, isn't, isn't <laughs>
0: LeBron the guy that hasn't lost a first round series or even like dropped a first round game in however
2: long?
1: No, he got pumped uh, last season. Yeah, last
2: maybe before he headed out west.
1: But, uh, yeah, maybe I, it I wasn't before think,
2: he headed yeah, out last.
1: Yeah. Until until last season, those all stats were all true, and and look, they all looked like they were going to hold up after uh, two games and a half against the Suns.
2: Yeah, right. And well, AD, and broke then AD goes again, down, and
1: yeah, because yeah. they, they, they were salsa dancing on these boys. They were they were ready yeah, they, to take down the Suns. There's no no doubt they were going to win if AD stays healthy, but he doesn't because that's what he does. But the but the Pelicans I love them. But there's especially if Zion if Zion's there, if, then I can now see a scenario where in a one game situation, the Lakers could lose. Yeah. But even then, as we saw on the weekend, LeBron still has the gear. He can't do it every night, all game. But he he can he can pull it out for a play-in game to make sure that he makes the playoffs. There's no doubt he can do a fifty point triple double. I, I, I guess
0: I guess it speaks more to how low I am on his supporting cast that, like, I know this. I know he could just get a 50-point triple-double and I'm still not really confident, but hey.
1: The supporting cast is awful. They are starting Stanley Johnson, Taylor Horton Tucker is their sixth man, or Carmelo is who on one night can be okay, but no, it's, it's awful. Like Mark Jackson in the, on the broadcast, it was he was saying the defense is bad because they don't care. And Jeff Van Gogh he's like, no, dude, these guys are slow as shit. They can't defend anyone, even if they try. And then Camilla made like two defensive plays. And Mark Jackson's like, see, it's about respect, <laughs> about giving <it> a day. <laughs> and, and Van Gogh is like, yeah, the first step is trying. Yeah, yeah, but
0: he could try all game, every yeah. game. And he
1: make, <laughs> and he, and yeah, he makes he'll Yeah, he'll make two plays. Yeah, that's why it was. It was like a unicorn. God, yeah. whoa! A role player made a defensive play.
0: And this speaks to Beatty's point earlier on why the hell are they even on national TV, being commentated by Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy?
1: Well, they make the schedule yeah. preseason. That's why. And
2: they're the Lakers and the
1: probably yeah. one of the biggest
2: teams in the league so that's in terms of support so yeah, yeah. You, you know why but it's it's just it sucks having to watch Lakers games and Knicks games <laughs> when yeah. both teams aren't doing too well
1: yeah I saw something six days in a row we've had either the Knicks or the Lakers on national TV yeah yuck
0: I, so I remember before the season started seeing the schedule and there was like thirty Lakers games on it or something.
2: But I mean hey, at the start of the season you wouldn't really question either of those because the Knicks yeah. made the playoffs and there was a heap of optimism and, and, and it was the same with the Lakers. So yeah. I yeah. don't know. But,
0: I think we had red I'm gonna check out over unders hot quick.
2: Well, I but, mean def, but definitely but even with Westbrook, but still I don't think it was as bad no, as this. Yeah.
1: No. Even in a worst this is a worst case scenario for both teams. Knicks and Lakers. Oh like, yes, yeah. Like I thought yeah. both I I I thought the Knicks would be would like be struggling like would be a play in team. I did not think they'd be like challenging for the thirteenth seed. Yeah. yeah. And the Lakers have are two games out of the lottery.
0: Like Fellas, do you want a quick recap on how we went overs and unders for the Lakers preseason? Of course. Well the over underline was fifty-two and a half wins.
1: Oh, oh my god. God, they're gonna miss that by a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Jake and Beatty both had under <laughs> fifty two and a half wins. I went over fifty two and a half wins. And the oh, seed boy. prediction, Jake, you had fourth. I had third, Beatty, you had fourth. And how far they'd go.
1: Yeah, this is where you get up, get some points back.
0: Jake, you had them going to the finals. Mm. So did you, Beatty. I had them getting bounced in the second round.
1: So yeah, you're gonna win you're gonna win the war. On that one, it appears. Hey, look, never say never, baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess never say never. King Stranger James. <laughs> oh, King man, James. I would
2: shut up if he did that.
1: <laughs> like,
2: who, who's going to who's gonna say anything bad? So, so what he... you're saying is that my Brooklyn Lakers finals is still in play. Is <laughs> still that's what, what play I'm hearing. In.
1: Yeah, it's possible. From the play-in. From,
2: From the, the play-in, in, yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe the two favorites are so far away from being the favorites right now. it
0: is amazing
1: Uh, man I'm excited to do our little um, recap of these over-unders after we've never really recorded them before so we've both just made fun of Josh for the lock of the year (laughs) (laughs) Phoenix Suns I I was just a couple of years early two years early early. (laughs) that's all the prophet spoke too soon that's
0: right that's Um, right yeah I guess that's kind of all I've got to talk about this week, fellas. Any any closing thoughts?
1: Final stretch here, boys.
0: Yeah, final month. Players this are coming. Is it. Everyone strap in.
1: Get your hard hats. <laughs> let's go. Celtics, baby. Let's go. Talk about peaking at the right time. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
2: Mate, yeah. you could, this could be too early. You could have blown your load too, too early. early. <laughs>
1: yeah. Too early. Oh, come on. We're just we're just figuring it. This is just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> tip of the iceberg, my friend. Let's it go. would
0: be pretty spectacular. Like I could I could see this Celtics this Celtics team's been together for years now. Like they could have. Love a, it. a playoff. I don't know what's the word coming of
1: age. I do. I. It would. It would be time. This is kind of them post oh my god they've made these conference finals at such a young age yeah look at these young guys doing all this yeah.
0: crazy stuff
1: the, the funny thing is it would still be like a 24 year old and 25 year old as the best players doing it but they are experienced yeah now.
2: yeah it doesn't seem fluky anymore at least in yeah. my eyes i
1: agree yeah
2: that's i guess that's where i'm coming from with it and i i think they're they're just as much a chance as any other team of, of those handful of teams in the east yeah
0: yeah, yeah. When you got the best defense in the league, that'll happen.
1: Yeah. But personally, I'm all I really want is a to get to the second round and then go six or seven. I'm I'm kind of you fine say with, that now,
0: but when we're, when we're six games down in the please, second round,
1: please <laughs> remind me of this. <laughs> all I want is more playoff reps for the boys. Second round, give me you know whether it's sixes heat doesn't matter. Nets whoever it is, just that second round of war. That's a la Raptors Celtics in the bubble game right. seven games, just absolute war, which really leveled Tatum up. I know for sure, just more of that. More we, of
2: that. W- well, we we had them, the line was 46 and a half for Boston. I it, it's I within reach, it's oh, definitely yeah. within re- We all went over like I can't and believe obviously it's within, reach. This, within the what like after the first couple of months, I think we were all like, no bit, way. that's probably not going to happen, but hey, here we are.
0: Yeah. And second and round. All had, them, had, all had them on second round, all yeah. had him at the three seeds. So we could have wow. just bang on.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, you guys have Stockholm Syndrome. I've, I've, forced, you, <laughs> I've forced you to go to the Suffolk's. And <laughs> man, of, of the Hawks just above that. Oh, yeah. oh
2: yeah, there's Jesus. some bad misses. Yeah. There's yeah. probably a whole episode in, in making fun of ourselves. Yeah. For, I, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Looking
1: forward yeah.
2: to it. Well, look at the Bulls. We have play in
0: exit. I guess first round is correct. 43 wins. Jake and Beatty, you had them under. Yeah. I was trying to tell you they'd be better.
1: You did. Now I'm, try- now I'm trying
0: to tell you they're not <laughs> that good. <laughs>
1: oh, the table. Hey, look, man, they might not get to 43 wins. Yeah, yeah. I know. All right, you
0: We're Bulls fans. Anyway, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. Thank you. You've been here with Josh DiMatteo, Jake Eisenberg, Matt Beatty. Chatting NBA, chatting basketball. We'll be back next week for the final stretch. Until then.